welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friends and co-hosts, Clint and Angie. And uh, wow, this is the first time we've all been back in this room in quite some time. Um, and and I am sticking with Angie, Clint. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, what, is, what is Clint sticking with? He says Angela. Angela. Just be, it's on Facebook. That's why I go with. Well, Angela. yeah, he he also said you're not 13, so you can't be Angie. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't think I don't see Angie as being a 13 year old. I don't know. I don't really know anyone named Angie though. I have actually couple- I do, and I've always she's always been Angie, so I can't call her anything else. Angela's the new Gertrude. People don't name their daughters Angela anymore. I'm wow. A, I'm one of the names going extinct. Okay. The, the new, new Gertrude. Gertrude. It was Gertrude ever a thing? Yes. Gertrude Stein. Come on. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I'm uneducated. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. That's. I don't. I don't know any Gertrudes. But any. At any rate. Uh, <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah. Smooth transition here. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about fear today. And uh, so, what are you guys' thoughts on fear? Well, I wanted to avoid thinking of fear as like what we're scared of. Yes. Um, so for me, fear is the absence of trust in God. Whoa. Okay. That's good. And just going all right, in. Right, right there. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so fear is is not necessarily what we're afraid of. I almost said scared of. Like I'm, like I'm 13 years old. Uh, but it is a lack of trust in God. Yes. I like that. Yeah. What were you going to say? Uh, I mean, I was going to say it's, it's important to differentiate fear from phobia. Mm-hmm. Like, we we don't... It's, whoa. Because phobia whoa. is like an irrational... You're getting too technical now. No. I mean, like, I, when I think of a phobia, it's it's an irrational fear often. Like, like if I'm afraid of spiders, mm-hmm. for instance, they're so much smaller than me, right? Uh, and they're often not out in the open. It's not like I'm just going to walk through my uh, bedroom door and there's going to be a big spider there. He's been waiting for mm-hmm. me all day, you know, to get, <laughs> I don't ho- know, man. To get home. I live in Zachary. And yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Yeah. But uh, no. And so to differentiate, what we're talking about is, is big things and, and small things that at least, at least I would say our fear of them is based in some kind of rational thing. Like this, this, these are real possibilities, I guess you could say, are well, struggles. Say, yeah, I would say I was blind to the fact of what Angie was talking about um, is a lack of trust in God. And even there are there are implications of that statement that <clears throat> that I exhibit on a daily basis that I wasn't really aware of. And to give a for instance, um, like a couple of years ago, I really did associate fear and phobia. So I was like, oh, I, I'm not afraid of snake. Well, actually, I am afraid of snakes. I'll take that back. Uh, but that that's sort of my the idea I had of what fears were. But To um, me, that's a very logical fear, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it is logical to say yeah, that thing can bite me and I will lose <laughs> wow. an, a hand. That's logical fear-based thinking. Right. I yeah. mean, I guess it would be logical in this if you worked with like machine work or lived in Zachary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm talking about like with the hand losing yeah. a hand. Oh, thing. Yeah. Like, I was talking about like for me to go to work and be afraid of losing a hand, mm-hmm. it's probably not. I see. Logical. Yeah. You know, I use my hands a lot at work, but I'm not in a position where my hand is in any sort of peril. Yeah. Yeah. But to give a for instance of one of the implications of what Angie's definition covers that I experience on a pretty regular basis is fear of what other people think of me. 
Mm. Um, and I mentioned this on last week's podcast when, um, when I had, I got the results back from my COVID test and I was, I, I had COVID, um, I was fearful and this, this wasn't immediately apparent to me. I, I thought at first I was afraid of what COVID would, would do to me as, as a, as a sickness. But <clears throat> as I thought more about it and talked to more people about it, cause that's really how these things become apparent to me is just talking about them. Uh, is that I was really afraid of what my coworkers would think of me if they would ever want to associate with me again, right? That now that's irrational, right? You right. were gonna have to wear a big scarlet C on your chest, <laughs> right? When you came yeah. back to work, yeah. It, and uh, a lot of I think a lot of fears are for me they are irrational, but it also goes back to what your definition of I I I wasn't fully trusting in God when I was afraid of how those other people might think of me. Mm-hmm. And it's and that that connection is not immediately apparent to me, but it always comes back to that. And I, I definitely agree with your definition. Yeah, and I think even for the person listening to this who is not a Christian mm-hmm. or um, doesn't have any sort of faith background, that can that definition can still apply, right? Because if if you, for instance, that fear of what people might think of me mm-hmm. um, comes from not knowing. The, the God that you either claim not to believe in or um, or not understanding yeah not what knowing we would is a say big, about God right you know? not knowing is a big a big factor for me and when I for me fears when I don't know something I catastrophize I immediately go to the nth level of this is going to happen and it's going to be Oh, it's going to be a disaster on, on worst epic, case scenario yes, worst case scenario that's right yeah so in your instance of not knowing like not knowing how your coworkers would would view you, I filled uh, it in with how I think they would. Right, and, and so for pessimistic. so for the person on the outside of the Christian worldview, mm-hmm. uh, they they may feel that way and not understand that from our perspective, God loves you in spite of mm-hmm. how you are. Right. So you would you would say that fear is ir- the fear of what your coworkers would think of you was irrational because you know that God loves you no matter what and accepts right. you no matter what, right? So those, there's this absence of that knowledge. Well, and that having that love, that fear. and having that love supersedes any sort of, uh, coming to an understanding of having that love supersedes any, anything I might experience. Right. Like even if, even if I was right and I wasn't because I was catastrophizing, even if the worst, even if my coworkers thought the worst of me, if coming to an understanding of having God's love, that, that sort of remedies any fear I might have. Yeah. I have something similar, but it has, it doesn't have anything to do with how people think about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really, I, there's a very small circle of people that I care what they think of me. And there's an even smaller circle of people that have influence over how I make decisions or, or anything like that. This has more to do with when I feel out of control of a situation, mm-hmm. when there is a situation and it is out of my control. I go to that catastrophizing, but I imagine every possible scenario. So I will, I will imagine like all eight scenarios that could possibly come out of this. Imagine every conversation that I have in each of those scenarios, because in some way it makes me feel mm-hmm. like I would have control 
so that if they move here, I go here. Oh, yeah. So, that, so then I've already imagined what needs to happen so I feel in control, which mm. really shows how little I trust God yep. to be overseeing what direction I'm heading. And none of them are ever positive, right? None of the... Oh, situ- no. Right. It's never positive. No. Angela's over there playing 4D chess. With, uh, <laughs> with, how uh, dare you? Yeah, I know, right? How dare I use the chess analogy? <laughs> oh, I'm so terrible at chess. You would I think I would even. be better. I'm terrible. I... Uh, and as we were kind of discussing this topic beforehand, uh, you know, I was listening to you guys listening. I was reading your text back and forth about some of the things that because you have no fears. Well, right? Right. like, and I don't want to like, <laughs> I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that because I'm sure I do. Mm-hmm. And, and I started thinking about, okay, do I care what people think of me? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I want people to like me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my b- biggest fear, I guess you could say, was people not liking me w- and me not knowing about it. Like if people had negative feelings towards me for something I'd said or done and I wasn't aware of those things and therefore I operate within that relationship as if they do like me or I, um, I avoid them Mm -hmm. not, you know, and don't try to remedy the situation because I don't know. Like if it's something I, somebody I don't come in contact with very often, that's a fear I guess I have, but I don't like, I don't stress out about it. What about, um, Financial security. That's usually a zero. Really? Zero cares. Zero cares. Yeah. I mean, work. Because my, my thing with financial security is it's like, well, if, if tomorrow I can't pay my bills, I'll just sell my house. <laughs> like, and I mean, then there's, then like, okay, well, where are you, you and your family going to live? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, people view that as, and it's not apathy because I do care. Mm-hmm. I'm just not afraid of it because I've, I've lived with in laws before. Yeah. I've, I've been not with kids, but I mean, I, I have, um, Ooh, okay. Kids. And ultimately, yeah, I think that's, I think ultimately a fear of mine, even though I, I don't, I'm not living in this because it's not something I'm, I have to be afraid of right now mm. is my kids growing up and, and like needing things and me not being able to provide them. Mm. Um, and the, or my kids realization. Cause like right now, my, you know, my, my two year old, everything he wears is hand me down. Yeah. Right. So like he's wearing all the old clothes that my four year old wore. At a certain point, he's going to know that, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to know that I don't have new things. <laughs> and either my Josiah, my oldest, he's, why does he get all the new stuff? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, they, I guess I'll worry about those things when they come, but it's not something that that I stay awake at night worried mm-hmm. about. And I mean, and so that, hearing you guys talk about these real fears made me like, man, Am I, is something wrong with me? <laughs> Am I yes. apathetic to yeah. fear? The, the yeah. answer to that right? question is yes. Is there something? Some, is yeah. Wrong if there's you. something wrong with me, where I because I don't, that I, because I sleep pretty well at night, not no, not having any of these real pressing issues. It just shows how much holier you are than us. <laughs> it's definitely not that. I can assure you, it's definitely not that. I have a fear of royally messing up my kids. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I want so deeply for my kids to do better than than I was. Yeah. And so, like, I, I have a fear that there's going to be, like, one weird parenting decision that was, like, the <laughs> ultimate deciding factor in them going haywire. Hey, hey, remember when you did this one thing? Yeah. That yeah. screwed me up yeah. for the rest of my life, Mom. I appreciate that. I guess, um, <clears throat> so we've talked a little bit about some of the fears that we have. Uh, what I guess is so, what is unhealthy about fearing some of these things? Well, I think it goes back to Angela's definition, right? It's a failure to trust God. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, or if you if you want to put something another word in there for God, if it's failing to trust the universe or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just a failure to recognize that you're not in control mm-hmm. of everything, yeah. right? And yeah, a lack of surrender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which we've talked about in in other in another episode. We don't talk about cast before Angie. <laughs> B-A before Angie. Could also, hey, could also, Angie. You could said Angie. Well, you, I just was mimicking what you said. but uh, I think for me, uh, and when I know fear is taking me in an unhealthy direction, it is when it impacts how I view my neighbor, how I view the person next to me, how I view the person uh, that I am fearful towards. Like if, if, if one of my fears, and I don't know if anybody's going to relate to this, but if, if one of my fears is how other people think of me, you know, I'm, I'm probably wrong because I'm not a mind reader, but if, if it goes beyond that to say, oh, what if I'm just mean to that person because of a conversation I had in my head? Mm-hmm. What if, um, you know, what if I talk about that person behind their back? I slander that person to someone else. Um, those are for me where fear, uh, goes an unhealthy direction and fear unchecked for me. You know, I talked a little bit about this in the last episode is I will go to something else other than God. I will go to food. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I will go to different things to try and mitigate, uh, or, or suppress really to numb myself, um, uh, on my, on those fears that I have, if I'm not aware of them. Um, so that that's sort of the unhealthy thing for me uh, of where fear can take me. Yeah, for someone who, I guess, before we start recording, wouldn't necessarily say that there's any fears that I have, I, I do recognize the fact that in in moments when I'm afraid, um, it's You're not, not always... To the mic. <laughs> it's not always... <laughs> there you go. ...to God that I run. Mm, okay. Right? So, Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Well, I mean, so like if 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 my fear is based on my children, well mm-hmm. then I I don't run away from them, I run to them and I mm-hmm. try to remedy that situation myself. And I hover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're saying I have so never saying, been accused of being a helicopter dad. I can promise. Yeah, I can no. promise you that. I mean, there's many a Sunday at church. I'm like, where are my children? Oh, Has anybody seen my kids? Same. Like, you know. Oh, they're on the balcony. Yeah. Don't jump, you know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. And so I think if any, if this conversation has served me in any way, it's that to remind me that as those moments come up to, to recognize God's providence in my life, his, and what I was going to say is that, um, the reason I think I don't struggle as much with fear is because I have been brought so quickly, um, from the time I wasn't a Christian until now, mm-hmm. um, I've seen the goodness of God in my life. Tangible. Uh, it, it, it's 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 not so far back that I can't remember it. I see. You know what I'm saying? And 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 so I I, I share that story and that sentiment. However, yeah, <laughs> I have not been perfected in that way right. yet. Well, and I mean, I don't know how how old you were, Angela, but um, or how old you are. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm saying like maybe maybe. <laughs> While your your coming to Christ story is is fresh, maybe even when it happened, you were further along than I than I was when it happened. Mm. And so, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was baptized at twenty four, and so yeah. I mean, so that's about where yeah. I was. But uh, 
I mean, I didn't have any kids. I wasn't married. I mean, it was, it was, you know, my station in life was, it was just me. Mm. And, and, uh, and so I didn't have a lot, I didn't have a lot of concerns then, but I've seen how good God has been to me. Uh, and it's still relatively new. Mm. And so, um, that keeps me from, from fear a lot of times. That's cool. Cause it's immediate for me. I sometimes have to list those things like where I thought all was lost, where God showed up mm. and restored or resurrected. I, I, I will have to list those things to kind of bring myself down from a place of feeling out of control of a situation. And what's crazy for me is <clears throat> when I get in my head and I think of the worst case scenario and then it happens, mm-hmm. I'm still here. You know, I'm, the worst case in my mind has happened before. And man, God has brought me through it. Every and you knew time. how to respond. Yes. Because you'd already thought about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so experience teaches me, if I'll let it, mm-hmm. that things are going to be okay, even when I think they're not. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's a good place to end. And until next time, may the Lord make us a channel for his peace.